0: As the United States escalates its new Cold War, not only against Russia, but also against China, the propaganda is getting more and more ridiculous. And today I'm going to be talking about a graph that may be the worst graph I have ever seen in my life. When I saw this, my jaw dropped at just how misleading this information is. And it shows how desperate U.S. government institutions are In their attempt to try to portray China as a threat. The Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, this is part of the U.S. Federal Reserve System, the central bank system. It published a graph on January 22nd that looks at different countries' military spending. And it looked at the top six largest military spenders in the world, which are the United States... China, Russia, Britain, India, and Saudi Arabia. Now, a lot of people, when they saw this graph, were very confused because if you look at the graph very quickly and, and don't spend time analyzing it, it looks like China spends more on its military than the United States, which would be a big surprise because in reality, the United States, United States spends three times as much on its military as China. The United States spends more in its military than the next nine largest military spenders in the world combined or the rest of the world combined. And yet this graph was made very deceptively in a way to make it look like China spends more than the United States. Now, this tweet went viral. It has 2000 quote tweets. It has thousands of responses. But what they actually did here, if you look closely, is they have two different y-axes. Five of the six countries, China, Russia, Britain, India, and Saudi Arabia have a left axis. And the left axis shows military spending in billions of constant US dollars from 2020 going from $0 to $300 billion. And on the other, the right axis, which is the, a separate y-axis, it doesn't start at zero. It starts at 400 billion. And that axis is only for the United States. So technically, it's not false, but it is extremely misleading. It is one of the most misleading graphs I have ever seen in my life. Now, I wrote an article about this over at geopoliticaleconomy.com. I link to it in the description below, which has all the sources or people who want to check this out themselves. Now, in this article, I included a modified version of this graph from the U.S. Fed. And it shows all of the country's military spending, but on the same axis. This axis going from $0 to $1 trillion. And you can see that no other country on Earth comes even remotely close to U.S. military spending. It's way higher than all of the other countries, including China, which once again, spends one third of what the U.S. military spends. And that's just according to the official U.S. military budget, by the way, because we know that the U.S. military spends hundreds of billions of dollars more per year in in ways that are, you know, are not really shown in the direct military budget, other forms of spending. That's why the Pentagon, the US Defense Department, has failed every single audit that it's ever tried. And there are tens of trillions of dollars of unaccounted spending that the Pentagon has been responsible for, the US military. So this is what the actual accurate graph should look like. But of course, that's not what they published. Now let's take a look here briefly at the report that the st louis fed published along with this graph and it's titled military expenditures how do the top spending nations compare and if you actually read the text of the report it tells a very different story compared to the very misleading graph because they have to acknowledge the facts and they say the us had by far the largest military budget at $767.8 billion in 2021. And that is, by the way, adjusted for inflation, inflation using constant $2,020. China's military spending that year was $270 billion. That is one third, roughly, of what the United States spent. And yet here is the extremely misleading graph they did with two separate y-axes. I mean, if you submitted this to a Statistics 101 class Your teacher would fail you, but because we're in a new Cold War, Washington loves this kind of propaganda, and the Fed was given a golden star for its service in the new Cold War against Beijing. Now, there are other graphs in here that tell a much better story. And there there were people who defended this misleading graph saying, well, the point of the graph is to show how much Chinese military spending has increased. And of course, it's extremely misleading because it, it strongly implies that China is spending more than the United States. But let's actually look at military expenditure as a percentage of GDP. If you look at this graph, you can see that actually, since the 1990s, China's military spending as a percentage of GDP has decreased since 1992. It's not, it has not increased, it has decreased and since 1994, roughly, it has been basically stable. That is to say that if you measure Chinese military expenditure, its military spending, as a percentage of the size of the entire economy, the gross domestic product, you see that China is not increasing its GDP. Or it's, excuse me, it's not increasing its military spending re- and, as a percentage of GDP. In reality, the reason that we see in gross terms an increase in Chinese military spending is because it's directly proportional to the growth of the Chinese economy. So as China's economy becomes larger, its military spending increases at an exact same proportional level. And the Fed says this, it acknowledges this, they write, China's 2021 defense spending was 1.7% of its 2021 GDP, which was the lowest share Among the six nations in the figure, what does that mean? It means that among the six largest military spenders in the world, the United States, China, Russia, India, Britain, Saudi Arabia, among those countries, China spends the least in terms of its percentage of GDP. And yet, if you looked at this graph, you would think that China is spending more than the United States. Again, this is new Cold War propaganda. Now, of course, the vast majority of people are not going to read the text of a report from this, a boring report from the St. Louis Federal Reserve. I mean, only journalists and maybe some economists actually read this stuff. So if you go into the the weeds here, they admit China's defense to GDP ratio has been almost a flat line since 1992 at around 2%, actually less than 2% suggesting that its defense outlays have grown almost proportionately to its GDP. This means that the rapid rise of China's defense spending seen in the first figure reflects the rapid rise in GDP. That is to say, it's not because China is some great threat that's planning on like colonizing the world, which is obviously the propaganda that the U.S. government and its propaganda mouthpieces in the media have been pushing for years with their claims of, you know, that China's supposedly colonizing Africa, says the European colonizers who literally did colonize Africa. So that's the propaganda narrative. And then they acknowledge, well, actually, China is not some great military threat. Its military spending as a percentage of GDP has been constant, has been completely the same since the early 1990s as a percentage of GDP. But China has gotten significantly richer since the early 1990s. The only country in the world that consistently over time spends more of a percentage on its military as a percentage of GDP is Saudi Arabia. The United States for the most part spends more as a percentage of GDP on its military. Although in the past few years, Russia has, and that's because there was a huge increase in 2014 because of the US organized coup in Ukraine that overthrew Ukraine's democratically elected neutral government in February 2014 and installed a pro-Western regime, and that set off a civil war, and Russia was preparing for this proxy war with NATO, which is why Russia's military spending spending as a percentage of GDP increased. But if you look during the so-called war on terror, the US, excluding Saudi Arabia, the US was the world's largest military spender as a percentage of GDP. And this report at the Fed acknowledges that all nations except China spent less than a tenth of U.S. military spending in 2021, and China spent around one third of the U.S. military spending. This other graph shows the percentage of these countries' military spending as a percentage of U.S. military spending. And we can see that China still it still spends around 33-34% of what the U.S. spends on its military. So the most accurate representation of U.S. military spending, showing just how out of control it is compared to the rest of the world, is from the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. And every year they compile this information that shows these graphs that show how the U.S. spends over half of its discretionary budget on the military, and how the U.S. spends more than the nine largest countries that spend nine largest military spenders combined. And these are the numbers from May of 2022. And this shows that as of 2022, although that figure has increased, the U.S. was spending $801 billion on its military that year, whereas the combined nine next largest, which includes China's, India's, Britain's, Russia's, France's, Germany's, Saudi Arabia's, Japan's, and South Korea's military spending, all of them combined was $777 billion. So no other country comes even remotely close. I should also point out that China has a population of over of 1.3 billion people. That is to say, China's population is approximately four times larger than the U.S. population. So China, if you actually did per capita military spending, the U.S. spends 12 times more roughly on its military than China does if we're looking at per capita spending. Now, also keep in mind when we're talking about the fact that the U.S. spends more on its military than the next nine largest spenders combined. Keep in mind that most of those other nine largest spenders are U.S. allies. So India, for instance, the the third largest military spender in the world, but although India also has 1.4 billion people in its population, so another massive country, India is a US ally. Now, yes, India does have an independent foreign policy. It's an ally of Russia. It's part of the BRICS, but India has very complicated negative relations with China, and India is part of the anti-China-NATO that the U.S. created, which is called the Quad, the Quadrilateral Security Dialogue. So India is a U.S. ally. Britain is basically uh, an extension of the U.S. empire. It's, it's the little brother of U.S. imperialism. Russia is, of course, you know, US, uh, the one of the top U.S. so-called threats. that The Pentagon declared China and Russia to be the top so-called threats of the United States. So obviously, China and Russia are not U.S. allies. But France is a U.S. ally. It's part of NATO. Germany is a U.S. ally. It's part of NATO. Germany has been militarily occupied by the U.S. since the end of World War II. And Saudi Arabia is historically a U.S. ally, although it's kind of maintaining a more independent foreign policy these days. Japan is another U.S. ally that has been militarily occupied by the U.S. since the end of World War II. And South Korea is another U.S. ally that has been militarily occupied by the U.S. since the 1950s. So even when we're looking at U.S. military spending compared to these other countries, we should keep in mind that really what we're talking about is, you know, over a trillion dollars spent by the U.S. military and its allies compared to around 300 billion spent by China and Russia. It's completely not in any way remotely similar. And another really good way of looking at this is looking at data showing country's military expenditure per capita. This is looking at countries' military spending adjusted according to the size of their populations. And here we can see that the world's largest military sp- spender per capita is Apartheid Israel. At, apartheid Israel spends around 2,500 US dollars per person as of 2020 in, to, in constant 2019 dollars followed by the United Arab Emirates, and then the United States. Although the the, USA, UA, the UAE data is actually old. So the world's largest military spender per capita is apartheid Israel, and then the second largest spender per capita is the United States. And Israel is basically the 51st U.S. state. So these are two basically parts of the same imperial system that spend around $2,400, $2,500 per person on their militaries. Note how in this list of countries by military expenditure per capita, China and Russia are not even on the list of the the, the largest, the top spenders. But you know who is? Apartheid Israel, the the US, the Gulf monarchies, Norway, another member of NATO, Australia, another member of the Quad, the anti-China NATO, South Korea, Britain, they are all on this list of the largest military spenders per capita. So looking at China's military spending and then saying that, oh, well, China's military spending has increased. I mean, it's it's a useless statistic. What we should actually look at is China's military spending, one, per capita as a size of its population, and two, as a percentage of its GDP. And if we just look at the gross numbers, this is what, the actual graph should look like, not the new Cold War propaganda published by the St. Louis Federal Reserve. I have to say that uh, I've never seen this done to a US government agency or body, but in response, Twitter actually created this little box at the bottom that says, while this information is correct, the graph is poorly formatted with a separate y-axis on the right side, which only applies to the US budget. This may make it seem like China has a higher military budget than the US when the reverse is true. So even Twitter is calling out this ridiculous new Cold War propaganda from the US government. This these are what the so-called experts in the US government are doing to try to scare people and try to portray China as some kind of threat. And as always, here at Geopolitical Economy Report, I will be reporting regularly on these deceptions and this propaganda in the new Cold War. I'm Ben Norton. If you want to support this program, you can go to geopoliticaleconomy.com support, or you can become a patron over at patreon.com geopoliticaleconomy. In the description below, I have a link with all the sources that I discussed today, and you can do more research for yourself. I'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.